It's a time for children this morning. I want to invite the kids who are here to come forward for our time together this morning. Ryder, you want to come? Good morning. Good morning, Colt. Hi there. Good morning, Lauren. How are you? Good. Good. Hi, Colt. Hi there. Come on up. Good morning, Ryder. Come sit with me. And remind me your name, sweetheart. I met you before at church. Kennedy, Kennedy, I'm so glad you're here. You want to have a seat with us? I am so glad you were here this morning in church, in worship. It is summertime. And do you know what I've been doing this past week? It's a good thing to do in the summer. Yeah. I have not been working. I've been, I've been at the beach with my family. And not just my kids and my husband, but their cousins got to come, and the aunts and uncles got to come, and the grandparents got to come. It was a fun week. And so, when I went to my office, I saw this. Can you see this? It reminded me of summer and of the week that I had. Can you guess who this might be here? Yeah, there's Jesus. And can you tell who these are here? Children. Children. Can you see all the children? Now, I bought this a few years ago, and when I did, they had another one kind of like it. They had one with Jesus, and all the children were sitting down in a circle. And it's funny because we sang it this morning. I called it the Kumbaya picture because they were all kind of sitting on the ground like they were all singing together, being very holy. But this one, can you tell what the children are doing with Jesus? What do you see? Look, that one's up in the tree. Yeah, do you see some of them dancing? Yeah, there's some of them dancing. What's that one doing? Can you tell? What? Jumping rope. Jumping rope. Uh-huh. What do you think they're doing there? Can you see what they're doing? They're going fishing. I think they're on a camel ride. Yeah. Uh-huh. And some of them are dancing. There's the fish. Oh, there's lambs up there. Uh-huh. That one's swinging. I think that one's hanging from the branch. Can you tell? It reminded me of summer. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? If Jesus were here with us, all the fun things that we would do yeah, together. I know. Look. Oh, is that that's a ball, isn't it? Yeah, they're playing soccer. Look at that. And you know what? That is the neat thing about summer. Is that Jesus is here with us. All these fun things. Summer summer is really different than the rest of the year. Summer is really different. A lot of things change in the summer. We don't have the same school that we used to. We don't have the same teachers that we used to. We might get up at a different time and go to bed at a different different time. You might even go different places and spend time with different people than you used to. Summer is a different kind of time. But look, all those different things that we get to do in summer that maybe we don't get to do the rest of the year, that Jesus is here with us. And look, Jesus is smiling. Jesus is there holding hands, dancing with them. What are they doing? Oh, I think they're doing one of those hand clap games. My goodness. All these things. And that's what I love about this picture. It reminds me, it reminds me of the joy that Jesus brings to us 
And sometimes in the summer we need to remember that, you know, because we go different places. We do different things. So, if you were one of these kids in the picture doing something with Jesus, which one would you want to be, do you think? Do you have an idea? You can tell me or you can just look. You might just want to look and think about it. Which one do you think you might want to be, Ryder? Kennedy? I would be the one in the tree. You're going to be way up there in the tree? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't be on the dog. You're going to be one of the sheep? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. one of the lambs maybe in the I, tree. Maybe I don't be there. Or be, be one of the fish swimming in the water? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Jesus is there with us all the time, all the time, reminding us how much joy there is in spending time with God, with one another, with Jesus. Can we give thanks for that this morning? That's a good thing to do in the summer too is give thanks. If you'd like to, you can hold a hand. Would you like to? Can you get Lauren's hand there too so she's in our circle rider? Right over here. There we go. There we go. And may we pray and say, Dear God, we give you thanks for the joys of summer that you are with us all the time, everywhere. We love you, Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen. I'm so glad you came today, Kennedy, Ryder. I'll see you next time. We are finishing off our sermon series that we have been touching on this summer kingdom issues using Micah chapter 6, 6 through 8 as our plumb line, so to speak, in considering um, kingdom issues and what our call is in the midst of considering God's kingdom. Um, And so we are in John chapter 3, adding this passage to the two that we heard Darlene read before from Micah and also from Titus. We will begin reading at verse 1. Listen for the word of God. Now there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a leader of the Jews. He came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do apart from the presence of God. Jesus answered him, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. Nicodemus said to him, How can anyone be born after having grown old? Can one enter a second time into the mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. What is born of the flesh is flesh. And what is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not be astonished that I said to you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it. But you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, how can these things be? And Jesus answered him, Are you a teacher of Israel, and yet you do not understand these things? This is a word of God for the people of God. 
Thanks be to God. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto you, O God, our rock and redeemer. Amen. So just going back to recall what we have talked about since June in considering kingdom issues. You know, that's something that we talk about in staff meeting from time to time. Is this a kingdom issue? It helps us consider what our work is to be. It helps us discern what our call is. I think another way of talking about kingdom issues is to say, is this God's will, which is a loaded phrase, is this God's way, is this what God is calling us to? And in considering this this summer, we have talked about, okay, what defines the kingdom of God? We heard the Reverend Bill Bryan way back there in June talk about the defining hallmarks of the kingdom of God, and they are listed in Micah, seeking justice. Loving, kindness, walking humbly with God. And then we considered as well, why is it so hard for us to figure out what's of God's kingdom and what isn't? And then we heard Pastor Caroline talk about the measure of God's kingdom. A child. A child who comes into the world with no status, depending on the care of those around him or her. And it is a child that is the measure of God's kingdom. And then we have also talked about those particular hallmarks of God's kingdom, seeking justice. We heard Pastor Dina preach about that. And then we took him a bit out of order because Randy wanted walking humbly. (laughs) And he's at a family reunion this week. We heard him talk about what it is to walk humbly with God. And in fact, that particular piece of Micah scripture is, I think, what frames the other two. Because it is through walking humbly with God that we learn what it means to seek justice. And we learn what it is to love, kindness. Kindness. The word in Hebrew, and this is one of my favorite words in Hebrew, the word is chesed. you got to get that going, chesed. Okay? And it is often translated loving kindness, all smushed together, one word, or steadfast love. And when you... Read those words in Hebrew scripture. It is often talking about a quality of God. God is the one who has chesed, who is defined by that. God is the one who continually is faithfully steadfast to God's people. told Pastor Caroline about ten minutes before worship started that I think I'm going to go off script. Not that I do scripts for myself, but what I had planned to talk about today. Kindness. 
Mm. Do we see much of that these days? I'm just at a loss sometimes when I hear the news on the radio or I pick up my app, my news app, and I read uh, what's going on. And I'm like, geez, and we're all children of God? What is our response as a people of faith in a culture? How do we stand in a culture that is seemingly devoid of kindness? I'm not talking about just little niceties. Kindness is different from being nice. Although being kind can also contain niceness in it. The reason why I chose this text from John's Gospel, and there is so much in chapter 3 that it would require two months' worth of sermons and maybe a whole six months' worth of Bible study on this one chapter. There is so much in it. But it's the exchange between Nicodemus and Jesus. Just take a look at the conversation there. Nicodemus, a leader of the Pharisees, the group who becomes the most antagonistic toward Jesus, to the point that they want to have him executed. A leader of this group comes to Jesus by night because he doesn't want to be seen. And here's the thing. Jesus receives him. He listens to his questions. He offers wisdom and teaching and acceptance. And what Jesus speaks to Nicodemus about in this passage is the gift that comes from God by being born from above. The Greek word in here means both born again and born from above. You can't sever the two from each other. It is being bathed in the Spirit and entering into a new life. And Jesus holds that very new life within his being. He offers the very quality of chesed of kindness in that exchange with Nicodemus. He doesn't run Nicodemus off. He doesn't belittle him. It is an amazing encounter between these two. And yet, how often do we see such rules of relational engagement, for lack of a better term, How infrequently do we see such an exchange? Hmm. So, it occurs to me that when we're living in a culture that does not value kingdom values, walking humbly, Seeking justice, loving kindness. 
that we can also consider, this is where I'm really going off what I planned. We can consider those three things, walking humbly, seeking justice, loving kindness, as defensive weapons. Who here has seen Wonder Woman? Okay, men. How many men in here have seen Wonder Woman? So when you went, did y'all, did y'all notice the women laughing during the movie? I mean, we were getting things, you know? Um, something that is, I think, so refreshing in a superhero movie is the innocence and the qualities that Wonder Woman represents, right? Her weapons are defensive. She has a shield. She has the lasso of truth. And the first time she tastes ice cream, oh, the wonder of it. The wide-eyed innocence and the insistence on using her own self for furthering love and peace in the face of a war that was unspeakably cruel. She uses her gifts defensively to further the cause of peace and of truth and of love. And the thing is, that sounds pie in the sky, doesn't it? That's not how reality works, right? And you see that argument going back and forth in the line, in the, the, the dialogue that's in Wonder Woman. And the thing is, we see that very dialogue in our scripture. What the world says is real is not what God insists on, and it's not how God dreams of the world. It's not how God dreams of the kingdom. The dealings that we have with each other should reflect the way God has been with us because God has offered a gift. It has nothing to do with our own work or merit. And the big kingdom issue in this is if we receive the gift, if we say yes, will we walk humbly? Will we seek justice? Will we love kindness and have it define all of our being and all of our work? The call is before us. Let us say yes. Walk humbly. Seek justice. Love kindness. Amen.